Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now it's the gift that money sometimes can't buy. A week of peace and tranquility is the value pitch made to parents by summer camps up and down the country. However, my next guests are going to tell me how that peace and tranquility is simply a secondary benefit to the main aim, which is to enrich the lives of these children and even some of the adults. I'm delighted to be joined uh, to discuss summer camps by Tracy Jane Cassidy. She's the owner of Junior Einstein Science Club. Mark Kelly is the owner of the School of Irish Archaeology. And Ivan Holton, um, together with her sister Emma, runs uh, the uh, Dublin Stage School. So you're all very welcome to the programme. We might start with you, Mark. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself and indeed this business. Well, myself, I'm a commercial archaeologist, trained archaeologist, um, working about 23 years in the business. Excavated not too far away from here, down in Ship Street, back in 2020, digging up Viking houses and all types of things with Alan Hayden and archaeological projects. Yeah. So I'm an active archaeologist, but since I started the business in 2011, I've been pretty much uh, going strong with the business, uh, well, since about 2017, running summer camps, running heritage events. Would I be right in saying that, again, as, as someone as uneducated as I, that archaeology might be a, a, a tricky enough business to make money out of in, in the sense that it's a cause, it's a quest, it's a, <laughs> it's, it's, and maybe the finances aren't top of the, aren't top of the pile. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> archaeology, well, you won't, you won't meet many, uh, many very wealthy archaeologists, so to say, but um, it is, it's one of those, pa- one of those, uh, I was going to say passion because it is a passion. It's one of those of course jobs it is, that's yeah. a passion. Yeah. Um, a lot of people want you to do the job for free because they think it's a vocation. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an amazing job to have, and what you're disseminating really is a rich sort of cultural heritage. Okay, so just tell us how your business then works in terms of the summer camp. So you 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 take groups of children. What age groups? Uh, age seven to twelve. Yeah, yeah. So, and what do you the, do with the them little then? ones? Yeah. So we do we do various um, activities, workshops. So the main thing which draws the children to the School of Irish Archaeology in our summer camps is the Big Dig, which is a Viking house excavation. So this is a mobile unit that's a fold out on a trailer. We oh. also have it up in Harlow's Cross in our main camps up in Harlow's Cross. We have a fixed in the ground the remains of two Viking houses. And we have all the associated artifacts for the kids uh, buried in the in the soil where they get to uncover. Oh, that the, sounds great! All, all yeah. the artifacts and the lives of these people that lived there. And alongside that, as well, we actually have a Type One, which is basically a large longhouse on the grounds of the school, which the the principal Bernadette Kyo is very progressive, and she built this about uh, maybe about three years ago. That so sounds that's great! An amazing draw. Okay, for, uh, stay with us. We'll come back to you in a second. Uh, Tracy Jane Cassidy is the owner of Junior Einstein's Club. Tracy Jane, you're very welcome to the programme. Uh, we've met you before, but remind us about your wonderful business. Good morning, Bobby. Thanks for having me on. Mark, I think I want to go to one of your camps, by the way, <laughs> myself. <laughs> Sounds brilliant. So Junior Einstein Science Club, um, we do summer camps as well as parties and after school clubs and corporate events, festivals. I'm a scientist originally and I set up the business to basically reach more kids with really fun, high energy, exciting, hands on science. Um, So we do in our summer camps, we do 
all the science. So yeah. from slime, we do quantum physics with Nerf guns. We do um, we do elephant toothpaste fossils, forensic crime scene. Um, it's just every hour, every 15 minutes, there's a new activity. It's something different, very high energy. All the kids in their lab coats and goggles. So, um, And are they week-long courses? Is it? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So in the summer, they're week-long. Now, we run weekend um, camps as well, which are one-day camps. We do a junior medics camp, junior chemistry, junior ecologists, junior explorers, uh, junior engineers. And they're four hours long, roughly. They're on a Saturday or Sunday. And these are brilliant for the parents who don't want to commit to the full week. But the full week is the whole shebang. They'll get the whole broad level of science. And when we look at your business, Tracy, it's franchise-led. Uh, you have two sites in the UK. What have you here, six or seven franchises? We do, we're do. we at um, nine franchises now. Right. Um, so in terms of overall. So in Ireland, so in the UK, we're in Northwest London and Birmingham. Um, and the franchisees are absolutely brilliant over there. They're hardworking, ambitious, uh, very passionate about the brand, which is lovely. And same with our franchisees in Ireland. So we're running um, all of our events, not just the summer camps, but our parties and our after school, our school shows, workshops, everything in our franchise territories in Ireland, which are Dublin, Kildare, Meath, Westmeath, Wicklow, Wexford, Carlow, Kilkenny and Waterford. Great. OK, stay with us. We'll be back to you. And uh, now, Ivan, uh, Ivan Holton uh, from the Dublin Stage School. Good morning, Bobby. You're very welcome. Thank uh, you very much for having I, me. I know your sister Emma was meant to join us as well, so you're you're Mine's flying solo. solo. So morning, yeah. tell us about the Dublin uh, Stage School. Well, what do you do and how does it work? Myself and Emma run Dublin Stage School and we have three centres where we work weekly. We're in Castlenock, Kalini and Blackrock. And for summer camps this year, we are in Blackrock's for four weeks in July and Castleknock for three weeks, one in July and two in August. Okay. So we're busy. So tell us again how it works. If I have maybe a, a child or a couple of children that are interested in maybe participating on the Perfect. stage, what, so, what? how would it work? How do they come for... They come every day for a week, do they? And you do different... What, what yes. sort of activities do so you do? So we do uh, five-day camps. We do from 10 till 1 for four to seven-year-olds and from 10 till 3 for seven and up. We, we do performances at the end of the week so pe- parents can see okay. what the kids have been doing for the week. Um, we have fully So there's trained. a gala event oh, that one brilliant. can look forward to. Yes, and if, it, if it's sunny, we can do it outside and we <laughs> right. can sit in the grass and it's lovely. Um, so we have fully trained uh, professionals who are wonderful with us so many years, the great team we have. Um, so we do classes in singing, drama and dance. And they, I mean, they are wonderful disciplines, even if you have a slight interest or you mightn't. We we do our best to make you feel safe and have fun and make friends. And in those circumstances, you can flourish and enjoy everything, which is what we aim for at Dublin Stage School. Okay. Um when you say here we start off with three schools, now you're up to 22. What does that mean? We've grown the business yeah. a little bit. So, um, yeah, we started in three schools in Black Rock and we branched out to Kalini and then Castleknock. So we work uh, from Wednesday evening to Sunday at one o'clock in all our schools in multiple uh, venues with a great team of teachers. Wow. How many people do you employ? About 15. Right, right. That's great. Yeah, that's um, brilliant. So if we go back to you then, Mark, and we look at maybe, I suppose, some of the issues that are the challenges are, that are around uh, running a summer school. Tell me about insurance. How does that all work? I'm hearing horror stories about, uh, you know, different events trying to 
in, you, tell me yeah. about your own well, insurance journey. The, the insurance journey for me hasn't been an issue since I started. Right. Um, I suppose a lot of stuff that we have isn't high risk. Um, of course, we do actually uh, bury swords and axes <laughs> underneath the ground and uh, we get them to make Stone Age axes and we have like Viking daggers that they make, but they're all made out of wood. It's all right. ancient crafts and technologies. We work with leather and stuff, but uh, the insurance hasn't been an issue. Obviously, the more camps that we're running, um, obviously ups the, the price of the insurance. Yeah. So this year, like we're running 17 camps in various locations from... Dalkey to Harold's Cross to Sandyford we're with Monaghan County Museum we're with like Tipperary County Museum looking into that as well so we're like, wow. we're, we're, we're very busy obviously and the more camps that we do the higher the insurance costs are but we haven't it's not extortionate prices okay, well, we're good paying to at the moment what about you Tracy? Well, I'd be, I'd agree with Mark. I've never really had issues, but it, it with insurance or getting insurance, and neither have my franchisees, um, because we keep, we're very, very tight with our risk assessments and safety statements, and everything we do is tested and tried before we bring it to the kids. Yeah. So you know, you look on YouTube and you see amazing experiments like with dry ice and liquid nitrogen and everything, but we try to keep that, you know out of it and we try to keep it much more hands-on because ultimately we want, we don't want to do just demonstrations. We want the kids doing the experiments themselves. So, you know, we don't want a bunch of six-year-olds running okay. out of dry ice. No, I was watching a piece uh, last week about the outdoor activities uh, sector and the, the challenges they were having and indeed the difference between the Republic and Northern Ireland in terms of mm. getting insured and the premiums they're in. Any issues for you around it, Ivan? Uh, no, uh, no? no, I'd be much the same. It depends on okay. the amount of camps we have and the venues and stuff, but no issues. Oh, well, that's far, all good. Yeah. Okay. I think limiting the risk as well, as um, you were saying, yeah. it's very important to make sure that the children are safe when they're in the camps with you, you know. Mm. Um, the, 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 it's a very crowded world out there, Mark, in terms of getting your message out. How do you sell the camps? Uh, you know, you obviously have them organised. You've got your your staff in train. You've got the dates and times organised. How do you fill the slots? Or know that you would tell us a little yeah. bit about that process. It's, it started off obviously in 2012. It was really difficult. I went door to door with brochures, jumping over garden walls. Did you? With, with my uh, with my partner Hagen, who was pregnant at the time, helping. My mother even helped in 2012. Fair play to you. But. Since then, uh, I think word of mouth in Ireland is great because we, we have this uh, community um, that people will spread the word. If something's good, people will know about it. People talk. Um, well, obviously, social media we use are advertising, third-party websites as well. And I, it's like uh, Google Ads works well as your, well. Your so connection, a lot of online advertising. Your ongoing connection with the schools and transition years and that kind of thing, does that help to... It, to, to, to create, a, I suppose, a, a pipeline of work. Absolutely, because we work a lot with the local authorities because we do a lot of heritage events, community archaeology projects as well all over the country. We yeah. could be from Kerry, we could be in Dublin, we could be in uh, West Cork. So, And then we work with schools all through the year, primary, primary level schools and secondary level. So we're in and out of every... Like last year we did 20,000 children being mobile. We don't have a premises and I got 20,000 children covered throughout the nation well done, so that's great. quite amazing what about you Tracy Jane in terms of do the franchisees do you provide a kind of a marketing support to them how does all that work again making sure I suppose it's your job to make sure they're busy 
Absolutely. And I mean, you know, obviously they have to promote their own businesses within their community and build up their fan base because that's the thing. They're not just customers and clients. They're actually fans of your business. And we get a lot of repeat bookings. But the Junior Einstein's company, obviously, with the royalties back from the franchisees, make a big effort to have great, um, great advertising and marketing materials and to make big efforts to always promote their events in their territory. Um, But repeat bookings are huge and having customers that are fans because they've been... Um, to an Easter camp where they've done all the egg experiments and they've done all the egg engineering and the egg drop challenge, which is one of our most famous, most messy, disgusting experiments you'll ever see. And then I they like ulti- it already. They ultimately then bo- book into the week-long summer camps and then the Halloween camps for the squelchy eyeballs and witches' snot and all of that. So, so the kids become fans, the parents become fans, and then they want to come back for more and more every time. So yeah. repeat bookings is a huge part of our business. Ivan, in terms of... Uh you know, bringing the best out of, of of children and bringing out their talents. And do you often see in your camps that a, a, a difference over a, even a week Absolutely. of a child that might arrive quiet and yes. reserved that is the star of the show on the gala evening? Well, once they're happy, but we have children who arrive on the first day who are feeling nervous and apprehensive and it's our job to make them feel safe and have fun and once that happens once they feel safe they fly and I mean whatever about being the star of the show on the, f- the final day it's we want to give them skills that they have for life to feel the fear and do it anyway in a, in a safe um, well managed environment and have a bit of crack in the meantime And do you do you have uh, I suppose you, do you have sort of testimonies of maybe kids that came through your organisation that went on to do the gaiety to do whatever Yeah, yeah we have yeah, we have yeah. some success stories and, yeah. and even there a couple of weeks ago we had three wonderful students in the gaiety in an inspector calls yeah. so we have a huge very busy uh, casting department as well which provides that opportunity whether it be ads movies theatre so we're and so you'd have one eye for talent then, would you, Absolutely. when you look at at, at, yes. at, at, at at the customers coming through the well, door? Talent has to match the brief that would come in for certain things. So it's, it's yeah, but we have lots of talented, interested children who want to explore their talents further in many as many mediums as possible. Okay. Yeah. Mark, back to you. Um, in terms of the cost to the parents, um, what sort of... Uh, what so? How do you charge for a week at at, at one of your one of your camps? We we just have a like, our camps are five days a week, ten a.m. to three p.m. So we just charge a flat rate for for children. How so, much is so that? One hundred and fifty-five euro for for a week. Okay, and then there's obviously uh, sibling discounts as well. So you get a discount for the more. And you bring your own lunch, or how does that work? Or bring, bring your own lunch. Um, yeah. Bring your your wellies. Bring your rainproofs. Bring your sun cream. Bring yeah. lots of water. Yeah. And uh, some maybe hand wipes as well. But we look after them, make sure they're all uh, clean by the end of the day as well. What's your own pricing model, Tracy? Well, each franchisee gets to choose because our franchises are franchisees are owner operators. They've own, they own their own businesses, so they choose their own pricing depending on a lot of factors. So depending on where they are, also obviously depending on because we're a mobile business as well. So you're going and hiring venues to run the camps in. So depending on the venue, and typically then a, a, a typically camp would, would cost would be similar between for the five day week. It would be between 150 and 170, but again across various locations depending where it is. Okay. 
And what about you, Yvonne? How, how do you, um, what's the revenue model? For our four to seven year olds for five days, 10 to one, it is 99 euro and we have 20% discount for siblings and that. Um, for our older children who stay until three o'clock and five on Friday, it is 120 euro. Again, we have 20% sibling discount and if you book into more than one camp, that's a further 10% discount. Okay, uh, well thought through pricing strategy by all three of our guests. Uh, Mark, in, in terms of Irish archaeology, um, do you see people coming, coming through your uh, camps that actually, you know, get the bug, get addicted, want to go and study archaeology? Absolutely. I think all the children that come to our camp are curious explorers. So yeah. they all have a, a quest or a desire to, to excavate, to dig, you know, they're, they're very curious. We do have a girl who start, who were, was in our camps years ago. She started when she was about seven and she came for about five years in a row. She now works with me. Right. So Jessica has been working with me since Isn't last year. She's come back this year and she's got the bug and she's furthering her education now next year, hoping to go to UCD, to the Department of Archaeology there. So, uh, yeah, a lot of kids and I've met them in schools and secondary schools after we've done camps with them. And they remember everything that yeah. we've done from all the ancient crafts and technologies to the excavation. And Tracy, you then, you know, when people talk about STEM and you know, getting kids and getting people to study. You know, what you do is probably important, you know, in relation to what people consider in their careers. Do you feel any responsibility in that regard? Hugely, of course. And I agree with Mark that for kids, you know, for primary school kids, whatever the topic, it's all about uh, curiosity, creativity, imagination and getting them to to um, getting them to understand that, you know, adapt to change and learn all of the skills that you need for STEM, that you need for science um, in the future. But you also need to be able to work in a team. You also need to be able to collaborate, problem solve. So we do all of that in our camps. Um, we're at the point now as well, when Mark was talking about Jessica there, where we're starting to get messages from people saying, hey, my child's at junior cert or leaving cert and they never would have thought of doing science and now they're doing two sciences and they're doing really well. So we're just at that stage now where our littlest junior Einsteins, which we call all of our primary school kids, they're now older and um, and we really are getting them into science and one mom said that it changed her daughter's life and that testimonial's on our website yeah. her child her daughter had no interest and now she's dead set on being a scientist and it's such a nice cell it's a soft cell it's you know what I mean it's it's yeah. it's, it's it's and if, if if the kid is in there for the pure enjoyment of it what oh, a great way to start and great way for our science instructors and our franchisees to run a business I think all of us here today You've got to have passion to do it and that translates really well over to the children. So the children are going to have a good time because they're with people who care about getting them passionate about this topic, yeah. which I think is key. And Ivan, when it comes to the Dublin Stage School, then what, what's your ambition for the business? Or, or I suppose um, our, our business is happy children and once we have children who want to come and explore explore the arts with us and our great team as long as we can keep that going and provide the opportunities that they want to have with our casting department yeah but who knows we started at three schools we now have 22 we might grow I yeah know, if I can Gro- have some energy growth is good yeah growth is good um so mark back to you um if you look at the future of the business um I know you're you're committed to your craft as we say um uh, is this just a way of paying the bills or uh, do you think much bigger than that? 
No, well, I mean, my commercial archaeology days are over since right. about 2018. Um, the business is full time. Yeah. It's at the point where expansion is, it's it's there, it's over. I just have to jump over the wall, looking at franchising as well, talking to Tracy. Uh, it's something I'm looking into going down the route and also to open up a, a center in Dublin because if I can do 20,000 children being mobile, yeah. and I know with the numbers and different um, uh, institutions out there, attractions, um, we could bring in like about 200,000 children, no problem, annually, and have a dig center and have ancient crafts and technologies yeah. associated with that. And there's a huge appetite for children to want to uh, do this type yeah. of thing as well. And Tracy, for you, is it just to keep building? One thing I wanted to ask you, the name Einstein, was that difficult to, to command in terms of was there, did you have to talk to somebody uh, to, to, to negotiate the rights to use the name? I love that question, Bobby. Yes, we did. So I had to come up with the name Junior Einstein Science Club. I think I had two hours because I started the business by myself as a, as a single parent going around with my box of tricks to local schools. Um, so my sister suggested I make it more formalised and I needed to do it quickly because somebody was waiting um, to hear what that was in one of our schools. So I came up with the name and then it was only when I started to go down the road a little bit, I realised, you know, I can't just, you know, I need to know if, especially going towards franchising and, and global domination, which is the way we want to go, hopefully. Um, so, yeah, I had to get permission from the lawyers of the Yeshiva University in Israel because um, ultimately they own the rights to Einstein's name and image. So, of course, you can't just use it willy-nilly. And then, it's, so it's trademarked, you know, which you need to do. Yeah. Very important intellectual property for franchising and uh, so there's value in it for the franchisees who invest in the business and so yes that was a great story and um, luckily the lawyers who I thought were going to be really hardcore and really difficult to deal with were so into the idea of science for primary school kids yeah. that they were like absolutely they said, we'll help go you nuts. Here. We yeah. love this idea. Enjoy. Good? <laughs> uh, last word to you uh, Ivan. In terms of the creative child, is there is there creativity in everybody? Um, I think there is, but maybe not in the way that you traditionally know singing, dancing, and drama. Right. But we we try and and get the best out of every child, no no matter their what they feel they can do. We want them to feel safe and flourish. We have the great team. Um, we sing, we dance, and we. Be, do drama classes and they encompass such a wide and varied yeah. styles, genres. Someone can find something Absolutely. in there that suits them. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's the plan. Well, listen, I, I think it's wonderful what the work that all three of you are doing uh, with the nation's children. Uh, it's not only about keeping them distracted for the summer, but I think you all add value in a, in a really nice way. So keep doing what you're doing and hopefully the parents of the world out there will support each and every one of you. So uh, thanks to my guests, Mark Kelly, the owner of the School of Irish Archaeology, Tracy Jane Cassidy, owner of Junior Einstein Science Club, and Ivan Holton, uh, a principal at the Dublin Stage School. Thank you all thanks, indeed thanks, and good luck with everything. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you.